Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Welcome Hi. to Cabernet and A. This is a very exciting episode because we are chatting with the one, well, the two, two. the only, <laughs> pretty, pretty little, little grown man. Yay. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. So yeah, welcome, thanks. Dom and David, to the podcast. And... This is also an interesting show because Sue is also calling in. She is she is Skyping remotely from four from, blocks away. Yes. <laughs> Modern technology. <laughs> and also eating dinner. So, Sue, you go ahead. You take your time. Thank you. you Sue, take- Sue I, I wanted to ask before we started, but I'll ask you now. What are you eating for dinner? Do you mind me asking? <laughs> Not at all. I'm actually having a turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. For dinner day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. so, yeah, it's Is pretty it- exciting up in here. <laughs> There's a weird little uh, running joke we have with the Cabernet Name podcast, you guys, that uh, if you prefer pretty little grown men, if you haven't listened to every single episode, and damn you if you haven't. Um, <laughs> but one time, Sue and I and our friend of the podcast, Kelly, were especially cabernet and uh, Sue was kind of like chastising me for telling her a fact about me that she had never heard before and acting as if it was very like no big deal casual, which to her, she was like, Chelsea, I, I can't believe you're telling me this now. And you're just <laughs> telling it to me as if like, oh, I had turkey for sandwich on lunch day. And then me and Kelly were like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? To be fair, it was about Abby Lee Miller and how she worked with Abby Lee Miller, the terrible, horrible woman from Dance Moms. Wow. It's like she was a dancer that went up against her Abby Lee Miller's dancers. That's a huge thing for people who like Lifetime, like myself. Listen, <laughs> I'm not proud, but I am proud. Of, who am I kidding? That's neither here nor there. But the point is, Sue is eating turkey for sandwich on dinner day, and then I'll just really quick. The only business we have today is that I'm going to hold it up to the Skype camera as if we're doing this as a video podcast, which you're not. But for the pretty little grown men, <laughs> I'm drinking a Healdsburg Ran- Ranches. Cabernet Sauvignon, their coastal series. Nice. Um, Classy. From Northern California, from right? From Northern California, not too far from you guys, at least on your side of the uh, of the continent. And uh, a lot closer to us. What about you guys? Are you are you drinking this this evening? We're, You're three hours ahead of us. We're drinking uh, Rainier. All yeah. Right. So this is a pretty uh, classic. Um, sort of bargain beer here in the Pacific Northwest. Fantastic. Uh, it's a, definitely a step up from, you know, your PBRs of the world. Uh, Although owned by PBR. Oh, well, oh, then I take that back. <laughs> That's a very it, Really? Factor. It's owned by PBR? Yeah, yeah. It's distributed by the Pabst Company. Um, but I agree that it is a step up in deliciousness. Yeah. 
It's named after, I'm assuming it's named after the mountain that is uh, here oh, in the sure. Pacific Northwest. Oh, sure. That would make sense. I, I don't know. Yo, there's even a little mountain in the background. Oh, how appropriate. How yeah, we're drinking tall boys, so we're going to try to catch up to you guys. Yes. Well, I like just dove in. And Sue, are you drinking over there four blocks away? Not really. I'm having some smart water. I'm, you know, imbibing other ways. Living your best life. Okay, great. <laughs> I get still here for you to say how I'm enjoying my night, but I am enjoying my night. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, wink. Wink. <laughs> so before we, uh, well, actually, how about this? Why don't we chat about the weird little thing we watched? Okay. And then maybe let's just do some general get to know you, which Sue and I always enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then Excellent. let's just, however, you know, off the rails drunk we are, talk about Pretty Little Liars in general from there. So <laughs> tonight, we, the four of us, watched um, a very interesting short starring Troy and Belisario and Shay Mitchell called Immediately Afterlife, I yes. believe. Okay. Um, and Sue, I'm already forgetting because this is your idea that we could watch this and critique this together in our in our ongoing bridge season of watching Pretty Little Liars yeah. starring in other things. Ah, yes. Uh, so I forget what this was like. They lost a bet or something. Like, is is that why? <laughs> that would make. It would have to be sense. some reason for them to do this. <laughs> All talking about something while they were socializing. And Troyan and Shay and like basically everyone who made the movie in the credits that were like the titular credits, I guess, were involved. And I think that like they were like, oh, we were drunk. They had to be on like some sort of like that. Totally is a movie that I came up with while I was high in my college dorm. Right. <laughs> like that is what that was. Like I feel well, like they were drinking for sure. Yeah. It's 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 really super self-serious. Like it really and we were talking about um before uh we called you guys that um sort of the main reason that we we dislike it so much is that uh it's it makes them look like they're bad actresses and they aren't. But I, the dialogue the dialogue is so bad. Yep. Yep. I could not agree more. Yeah. Sue, what were you going to say? No, I agree. I mean, it was just really painful to watch Shay Mitchell especially when you know she can act better than that. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm putting down Shay a little. I mean, Troyan's a great actress, but even she was like struggling to make that seem like it was anything. It was just very, and and I mean, no shade. You got to start somewhere, but it was very student film. But you know what was interesting? I thought it was, not sh- shot poorly. I thought it was shot no. pretty well. That's what uh, I think made the like poor dialogue that mm-hmm. much more interesting because it was so juxtaposed. It was like this janky like summer theater dialogue with like fucking like straight up jib- like helicopter shot. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like <laughs> here's an expensive crane shot at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But or orange round. Or, um, oh, that's but yeah, it, it felt like it was somebody's like college one act play that yeah. should not have been turned into like a professional Hollywood film production. Yes, exactly. And then just a lot of people involved had a lot of money. Also, did you know that the the voiceover at the beginning? Guess who did that voiceover? Ooh, ooh, ooh! Chelsea knows. Chelsea knows. <laughs> Only because I noticed his name in the credits, and I was like, I didn't see him. It was Nolan North, Peter Hastings, yeah, yeah. right? 
Yep. What? Because oh, that's amazing. So now that's I, fun. Now I'm going to have to watch that shitty movie again <laughs> just to hear it. So it's just, so the people who made it, the, these like has art people, which I think is just two guys who like work together. They, did they just know a bunch of people on Pretty Little Liars? What's the deal here? I is that it? And see, listen, if I was on my P's and Q's, and if I put as much effort into this podcast as I do as making sure I always have wine in the house, I would have Googled it, <laughs> I would have Googled it before we got on the call. But yeah, I, th- I think it was something like one of the guys is just friends with either Troy or Shay or both, and they were just like hanging out, and literally like it was some kind of bet or weird thing where they were like, if this happens, we promise we'll be in one of your things, and then it was like, oops, it happened. So I think, <laughs> and then I think that's how they just like were like, okay, fine, like if we're going down, I'm taking everyone down to the ship and like pulled in Nolan and Ian, you know, that that's what I remember from. I hope that's true because if they saw this script and were like, I have to do this. <laughs> oh, man. Really just like take them down a few notches. It's so, so armchair I, philosophy bullshit. I just, I just Googled this, Hazard. Uh, 430 people pledged $53,000 on Kickstarter. Holy fuck. To, to, to pay for this movie. <laughs> $53,000? Yeah. People really need to find better ways to spend their money. Send it to real. us. Send it to the four of us. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm not we'll saying actually, that. We'll actually do research before a podcast if you spend that kind of money. <laughs> Guys, I, we're actually, I'm not recording this a janky way. I actually like am using my stinking call recorder thing. Usually, <laughs> because usually Sue and I are together. And so... I'd never had a split headphone jack thing, so we would just straight up like have the little snowball recorder here and have it record the audio that's coming out of the computer instead of actually like ingesting it the right way. So guys, listen, mark your calendars. <laughs> we're, we're growing up slowly. But also, we, we probably should have said this at the beginning for any listeners who did not you know, watch the link of this interesting short that we're going to tweet out before we post this. It's, a, it's about Troyan and Shay Mitchell's characters waking up having not died after a mass Drinking cult suicide. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's like the whole thing is just about the fact that they didn't die and then them accusing one another. It was of, like uh, the hell people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it's the, the interesting part too was it seemed like they, uh, Troyan and Shay were playing sort of against their uh, sort of typical casting. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Troyan played a very m- more Emily than Spencer part, and Shay played more of a Spencer than an Emily part. Yeah. Did you pick that up? Yeah, I enjoyed seeing um, Troyan get to be a little, you know, crazy cult person. That was kind of took, took me back to her, like, uh, her Adderall days. On PLL, so that was that was a nice touch. (laughs) See, I thought. Well, I didn't know if I got the sense that Troyan seemed a little bit Spencerish to me, but Mm. definitely Shay Mitchell. I mean, by virtue of the fact that she said the word "fuck," I think seven or eight times alone. I was like, "All right, we get it. You're not Emily." (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. This is R-rated. Come on. Exactly. So yeah, she had a little bit of a net. She had a little bit of a sass to her, which I guess Emily also has recently, but not enough bomb dropping sort of way. So, yeah, yeah, but like 
like you said though, that's that's the whole short. Yeah. And by the end of it, uh, when should we spoil who shows up at the end? I mean, listen, I feel like no one's gonna send angry it's... tweets at us if we spoil this weird. <laughs> oh, Spoiler alert, guys! Pause the movie if you pause the podcast. Watch the fifteen minute movie yeah. if you want to. Yeah, yeah. It's a back. it's a good spoiler. I was watching it. Dom got over here, and I was watching the last five minutes, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> But you know who the other person is? Okay, I'm gonna spoil it. It's yeah. it's Ezra Fitz. But the you know who the other person is? I don't didn't know who that guy was. Yeah, who that's was that guy? That's Lance Bass's husband. Shut what? the fuck up! Yeah. That's no. a good that's a good trivia piece. That's, that's good. Very fun. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Okay, yeah. I might start my own like bar trivia traveling <laughs> service just so I can use that fact. Just about esoteric shorts that nobody's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could. If we go to Brooklyn, people will totally love it. Oh yeah, people yeah. Will be yeah. someone will know. Someone yeah. will be like an aficionado. That's you know, someone will have like written like their college thesis on that short. I'll be like, okay, relax. Well, but you know, this probably listen to our podcast if they did that though. <laughs> Let's be honest. We can't knock those people. <laughs> there are fair enough. Someone did write to us once, like, wanting information, like, wanting to basically fact-check something PLL-related through us, because they were writing a college paper related to, like, a theory that was on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, wow. That's really two drunk girls. Yeah, they asked us to. Did you help help them? I did, and then I was just like, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm a source that you can responsibly cite. And also, I just fact-checked myself on Google, so, like, do with that what you will. And good luck, good luck we with need your to, paper. We need to find the people who write. That's, that'd be a good interview for one of our podcasts. Find oh. the people who, like, obsessively write on the Pretty Little Liars wiki. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Who are those people? I would genuinely oh. like to talk to those people. Oh, man. They are our people. They are. Well, speaking of which, unless anyone else has anything pressing they want to say, Sue, I see you raising your hand. I do. I want to talk about how that house at the end looked like the house on every Showtime porno. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, fine, you're a better person than me. But it's totally like that like porn scene, like house that's like in LA, the sprawling backyard, the giant pool. It's yeah. just so like Greco Roman so crazy ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure the weekend before James Dean was there doing his thing. Exactly. They just had a, they had a vacancy to film this, you know, this 15 minute short. <laughs> exactly. Wait, so I have a question about the poison that they yes. take. So the their really like bullshitty philosophical conversation sort of devolves into uh, Troyan, whose character is is named Bennett. Bennett. Oh, yeah. Good catch. Bennett decides that she's going to force both of them to drink the poison because it obviously didn't work the first time. And, of course, you gather that uh, Marissa, Shay's character, never actually drank the poison. Right. And then, so she's trying, so Bennett's trying to, like, pour the poison down Marissa's throat or something. And is like, pinning her down and they're kind of wrestling. And uh, Marissa goes, but it's just flat diet, it was like, it's just flat diet coke. And I was just like, wait, yeah. so it's not, it's not poison? Or like, what, what, is, what is going on here? Because everybody else there is de- clearly dead. Yeah, everyone else is dead. Yeah. There are many dead bodies on the floor sprinkled all around them and in the pool. I enjoyed that last shot of the dead naked body <laughs> floating face down in the so, pool. 
so poignant. <laughs> I was like, is that what then that I think that happened right at the time when like and Nolan North comes up in the credits. I was like, is that is, <laughs> is it is it him? Mr. Hastings. <laughs> are you are we are we supposed to think that the two guys who show up at the end get brought into the house and then get poisoned? That's what I was so, like, is it? Are they ominous? gonna be murdered? Were they murdered? I feel like it kind of has to be. Right. And also, what is up with uh, Ezra? Oh, also, did you, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but, um, and I don't even know if I saw this or just read this on IMDb, but the um, Ezra and Lance Bass's husband, their name tags say uh, Fields and Hastings. No. I did not notice that. That's a nice touch. Trivia. Yeah. But anyway, but Ezra's, the look on his face is he, I don't like, what is it? Just like super creep shows up and is just like really smarmily like grinning at these pretty much naked women standing in front of him. Well, what was what, up with that? I couldn't tell. Like, I felt like the three scenarios I imagined <laughs> in my head were like, yes, they either go in and get murdered. They go in and have like an orgy. Or was it some bizarre sort of like... Was there supposed to be a message? Was it like, oh, now they're going to be saved? Like, was this a... a uh, right, like, right. I don't now know. They're, gonna, they're gonna find this new... They're gonna go be Mormons or whatever these guys are supposed to be. Exactly. Or is it supposed to be like, there's no difference between a cult that kills themselves and more established religions that are just as crazy. Oh, I... If that is true, Am I, reading I would way love too it. That's, that's like the very deep analysis of it. <laughs> I'm not sure if this movie justifies <laughs> that level of introspection it doesn't but it we can we doesn't. can force ourselves to do that i yeah. feel like it might just because it took itself so ridiculously seriously that it like i feel like you probably nailed what their intention was right but like Bam. take that hazard <laughs> Got your by the way that sounds like the name of a dude that's tagging a school right now it doesn't sound <laughs> hazard. Like Hazard! Eat it, like Principal Skullnark! I don't know. <laughs> that was the weirdest it's principal lower, name ever. It's lowercase h2. It's <laughs> like E.E. E. Cummings. So we don't believe in capitalization. <laughs> well, you know, maybe Hazard will take off someday and we'll all be eating our words. I mean, you never with, know. Pro <laughs> with production values like that, with production? Kickstart, that's successful. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm it. sure they're a huge name in the porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I don't know, and I will not fact check. <laughs> yeah, we'll I know those Kickstarters. I'm sure, they do a lot better. Oh. <laughs> How much do you guys think we could get if we started a Kickstarter? Uh, I don't question i don't know if how much could... do you think you guys could get or we could get what if yeah. all four of us collectively after this podcast started kickstarter and it's very vague it's not even necessarily for <laughs> one or the other of our podcasts it's just like hey do you guys like pretty little liars here's a don't... kickstarter and just see what <laughs> happens what if we made it for a remake of immediately after death oh <gasps> oh my god yeah what if we did it for a remake of this episode of the podcast oh yeah Let me just remake it again <laughs> did you not like this podcast give us money we'll make it better <laughs> so so we're gonna so we'll play you guys and you guys you can play us yeah we'll just reverse roles oh that's perfect do you entirely wanna, a dub smash do, do you guys want to switch do you guys want to like swap what's that called can't you like go on craigslist and do that or something where you're like i think it's called i think it's called face-offing 
Well, that too. I was going to say like switch like in that Cameron Diaz movie where they just like switch houses. Like, Freaky well, Friday? No. Uh, the Holiday. Where they oh, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Kay like, Winslet. Exactly. Classic. We'll, we'll just go <laughs> out west. You guys Apparently. come out here. <laughs> Has, Don, have you not seen You've never seen The Holiday? N- no. Uh, it's come a good on. movie. <laughs> Kay Winslet is in so many movies yeah, all the she- time. This is like the the least sad like history type Oscar movie that she's ever been in. That's it's like true. a total silly popcorn movie. Can you summarize the plot in three sentences? It's about finding love in unexpected places. That's like every movie that Meg Ryan was in in the nineties. <laughs> That's what they should just call it. Did you like Meg Ryan movies in the 90s? Then you're going to love this. The holiday. <laughs> but yeah, we'll just do that. We'll switch places, and then we'll make this podcast part two, and we'll call it The Holiday, and then we'll start a Kickstarter. Guys, yeah. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> so here's a question. Okay, do we feel like we've definitively analyzed more than anyone in the history of the world has ever analyzed the short Immediately Afterlife by Hazard? Yes. Have we said uh, our piece? Okay. Um, so yes. we were wondering, well, first of all, we're also just so excited to finally chat with you guys because <laughs> yeah, we felt true. for so long like you were our, like, PLL doppelgangers. <laughs> like, we're just, like, opposite sexes on opposite ends of the coast. I believe just... it would be more like Bizarro. Bizarro, that's what like I mean. Like Bizarro Superman because mustaches. you guys drink beer, <laughs> we drink wine. Wait, what? I'm sorry. We do have mustaches, too. Yeah, so don't all, all the bizarros have mustaches or goatees, oh, right? right? <laughs> yes, very, very true. Okay, very good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. But so we're so uh, excited to finally be talking with you guys. And so uh, we were just curious, some general get to know you. Like, how did you, we don't know your origin story of, like, how you got hooked on Pretty Little Liars. And forgive I, us if this is like how you start every show, and it's, uh, we've just been too drunk to know. No, okay. I don't know if we've gotten into it since maybe like the very early episodes. We're on, we're on like episode forty-two now, so we're pretty. I think in. we're on the we're on the exact same. We're like literally. Count as you guys are. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. we really are to, the fucking bizarro. Seriously, and I probably bizarro. listened to almost to most of yours because I started listening to yours right when we started hours awesome mm-hmm. i wanted to see what the competition was <laughs> research well there's a bunch of us pretty little liars podcasters i was really surprised yeah there were when we started doing it um but yeah i you know i got into it because my wife was watching it on netflix and i think we were a couple seasons behind so we got caught up and um just really liked it and um when we uh moved to portland and moved from LA and we bought a house up here. And, uh, so Dom came to move in with us from just around the corner and we had both been watching it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I felt like a fun idea for us to do a podcast about something and that somehow it seemed like a good idea. I can't remember why, <laughs> but it definitely it was did. The beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, I, my, my, my origin story is probably, uh, Similar, although I do think that, um, Dave, I saw you and 
Mark Abraham, who we had on our show maybe two weeks ago. Okay. Um, who I I know him because we well we we know each other because we uh, both uh, wrote for a old music website um, which is still up, uh, but it's called Coke Machine Glow, okay. and that's that's how we met. And then another guy came on named Mark Mark Abraham, and Mark and I went and started our own website, um, and. Uh, I saw Mark and Dave, I think maybe you guys were talking about, you You, you were tweeting at each other about, about it, about, about Pretty Little Liars, liars. Okay. and I was just like, what the fuck is, what are you, what are you guys talking happening? about? <laughs> and so then I found it on Netflix, and uh, I struggled through the first episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why struggled? Why struggled? You were just skeptical. Well, because, and, and we've had an episode about this, because it's a very, the first episode is just very just teen soap opera. It doesn't really distinguish itself until the very end when, sure. a, and a, when, a, when a mystery starts to emerge. Um, and then I think it just became the show that I, you know, uh, what, what, what do people call it? Binge, binge watched, you know? And is that, is that, is that the, the yeah, term? That's what um, <laughs> and uh, so it just became something that I put on whenever I was like cleaning or, or writing, or making food, or whatever, right. and I just not, not pouring over every scene for detail. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and I and I and I kind of, um, I kind of wanted to. I, I forgot to bring this up as a possible thing to talk about, but um, maybe this is not the case. But I have not seen every episode of Pretty Little Liars. <gasps> what? And so I had a thought. Blasphemy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had a thought. That <laughs> If that, if you obviously this doesn't seem to be the case, but I would be like, okay, why don't we each pick an episode that we haven't seen, and then we can talk about that 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 episode. And for well, me, it's except pretty, I've except I've seen all the episodes. <laughs> Have you guys? You guys have all seen. We've every, seen every episode, but uh, multiple times. <laughs> right, right. But we can still do this. Well, I mean, number one, you guys should do that for your show, or if not, or if you'd want to do that with us, I would love to do this again and do it where we just like. We all rewatch, and you watch for the first time when you haven't seen, and then you give your reaction. Oh, I would love that. I think that it'd be a good episode to talk about too, because it is the uh, Spencer um, hallucinates a noir movie. Oh yeah, I, you have never seen, seen Shadowplay. How did you miss that one? That like crazy episode is. I know. Wow, the quintessential. When Dave told me about it, I was like, holy shit, that exists? That's a thing? Yeah, I think I told him that you didn't, like, there was no real plot movement in it. (laughs) He didn't actually need to see it. And I didn't like it, really, but, you know, it's interesting. It's like a window into, like, the creator's indulgences. Totally. It's entertaining. You're right, though. It doesn't really necessarily, like, move the plot forward, but it's interesting. Also, have you... Just been skipping, or like, do you skip? Do you watch in order, but then just like strategically, randomly, be like, ah, I don't need this episode, or like, no, I think that what happened was I watched whatever was available on Netflix, maybe like the first three seasons. Got it. And then you know they were putting stuff on Hulu, Mm -hmm. and at the time it was maybe like three or four weeks behind, which is what they were doing with like ABC Family shows. Right. And I think that at some point I just. I don't know what happened. I do remember at some point just kind of getting a little sick of what was happening. And so I just kind of like stopped. And then then Dave and Hillary moved to town. And so then we started watching it together again. And then I caught up again. So 
and then I got back into it. And then, you know, it's hard it's hard not to watch it obsessively when we talk about it obsessively. So yeah, we and we haven't we haven't done any major rewatching. We did um, we watched the Halloween episodes again and we watched the pilot again. But mm-hmm. we've just been going from I think end of season four is when we started podcasting, and we definitely did all of season five and all of six uh, A. Yeah. Oh. oh man, season three rewatch. So good. We've been, I mean, Sue and I have always been having a rewatch. That's, I think, also part of why we started this, because we were so obsessively rewatching in between seasons, and even during seasons, that we were like, why don't we just bring other people into our mania, so that mm-hmm. we don't feel so, so alone yeah. in our obsessive, uh, you know, PLL theorizing. So, to be fair, we also had a pretty lengthy Google document with about five other friends going oh, on that's awesome. before the, the pretty the, before the oh, podcast. Wow. We, we we started finding people. <laughs> we found our crazy. Well, but, we uh, I had actually done I did an episode. I was doing another podcast before for my music blog, just kind of for fun, talking to music journalists. Um, and one of the episodes was actually about PLL, and I talked to uh, Tom Erlewine, who's a, the senior critic at All Music. And so that was sort of like, oh, maybe this would be like something that could be talked about regularly because we were just kind of, you know, checking yeah. checking in at like a certain point. And it was like, oh, there's <laughs> actually enough here to kind of talk about every week. Totally. So that was sort of like the the amazing fantasy fifteen to this podcast. Spider-Man, you know, Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> series. Excellent reference. <laughs> well, so do, do you guys ever, um, what reactions do you get, I guess, when you tell others that you are deep into the PLL world to the point that you have a podcast about it? Well, I mean, okay, so I'll say this. Uh, most people I know don't watch Pretty Little Liars Although uh, one of our f- one of uh, our friends who just moved, she started watching because of our podcast. Ah. And she oh wait, was she the one on last week's? Or- yes, Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she um, she started watching, and she did the same thing. Like she just like she does a lot of art, so she sits around watching for the liars and does art. Um, but, uh, you know, like my, my girlfriend is not into it at all. Um, she's seen a handful of episodes. And That's so interesting. I, yeah, I mean, she's tried and she's just like, she can't. Well, I think that she is pretty much resigned to the fact that she'd have to start completely over. And I think there's just a lot of other things that she'd rather put her time into, uh, as far as like watching TV shows go. So, um, big mistake. (laughs) Trust me. I tell her live your best life or not live your best life. That's how I see it. It's so Um, funny too that then you said TV shows. I thought you're going to be like, you know, there's a lot of other things she needs to do, like accomplishing life goals. Like no, generally getting I mean, her shit together, paying bills. And we're yeah, like, no, we're fine. Bills and watch Pretty Little Liars at the same time. <laughs> Not yeah. if you're really into it. No, okay, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea well, gets know. evicted during the podcast. <laughs> but I, but I will say, there's the, the one thing I do want to say though is that I uh, I'm an editor at Paste Magazine and. I, uh, so that gives me the ability to sort of like, and I'm in the movie section, but that gives me the ability to sort of just like talk to other editors and be like, Hey, I want to write about this TV show or I want to, you know, whatever, yeah. which I'll bring this up in a second. It reminds me, but, uh, I pitched writing recaps 
uh, about Pretty Little Liars to the TV section and the TV editor, who really likes me, her response was, uh, we don't cover that demographic. What? So basically, like... Shade. Yeah, I know, right? Such shade. I know, so it's like, it's like, it's basically just like, we don't, we don't, I guess we don't, uh, our demographic is not, I think she was saying like our demographic was not, is not teenage girls or something. I don't know. Uh, but her response was really sort of, um, was, was, uh, very lengthy in responding. It took her a while to get back to me. And then when I finally bothered her about it, she was like, yeah, I just don't think we have the readers for it. And I was like, you don't have the readers for it. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I mean, did you say, like, uh, you're talking to a reader? I mean, did you <laughs> debate with her at all? Or Well, I think or that I was, her, I, was, I, guess. I was like, I was like, you know, I know that this ostensibly seems like a show for teenage girls, but I think that you know, there's a lot of evidence that that's not the case, that it's, totally. that the longer it goes on, it's drawing more and more of an adult, uh, adult uh, audience of, you know, uh, not just young teenage women. So, um, uh, but she didn't, she didn't buy it. Um, so uh, I kind of just left it alone. I think, you know, we're, we're in a, oh, sorry. I think we're in a kind of a funny position. And this is, I think, some part of the novelty of our podcast is that like, as two like 30 something dudes were like the last people you would expect to be watching it. And we're both uh, culture writers. I'm a music critic at the newspaper in Portland. So I think people have an, and you know, I listen to Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen and a lot of, you know, things that are toward the same demographic, I guess. Um, and I think anytime I tell someone I do this Pretty Little Liars podcast or I'm writing about Carly Rae this week or whatever, I think there is like a little bit of awkwardness sometimes because someone's like, oh, you're not like going to the Wilco concert, you know? Right. Like, it definitely is a weird, a little bit of a weird thing, I think. But, you know, no one's been like mean or judgmental about it. There's just kind of like a second of surprise of like, oh, well, that's good. That's good. Good for you. Good, good for, for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> That is the greatest response ever. Oh, huh. Okay. Um, no, no, okay. Before, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know if you guys wanted to talk about anything else, but th- I had, uh, um, I've been trying to pay attention to, uh, you know, all the things that all the Pretty Little Liars cast members are now doing, either, you know, because the show is going to be ending maybe in the next couple of years, so they have to, like, look towards furthering their career, right. or because they're on hiatus. And uh, one TV show that I reviewed for Paste is a new Amazon series called Hand of God. And yes. in Hand of God, uh, Ren and um, Leslie Stone are a, a kind of a, a couple. They play like, a, he plays a preacher and she plays uh, sort of his, I guess, like second in command or something. Uh and of course they fuck, and uh, <laughs> naturally. And there's a especially one scene of them fucking with his bare ass, just like doing that sort of like actually <gasps> thrusting. Yourself. Watch that show. <laughs> you want to see his his well toned ass sort of clenching in in and out? You know, just watch watch Hand of God. Uh, it's a really really bad show. It's not it's not good at all. But if you want to see. To Pretty Little Liars cast members, you know, get some other work. But is it PLL canon? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> so it's not good at all because I actually, I mean, the thought did cross my mind. Like, should we get involved? And I was even going to say to you, Sue, like, should we watch one episode and talk about it? So, so it's not anything that we want to watch um, unironically. No, I mean, it's, I, I, I say this because I know that I like, you know, I know that a lot of people like the show because, um, Am, you know, Amazon does the thing where they give you the pilot episode and then you, vo- and then the users vote to whether or not, you know, that they want the show to continue and then they order a full season. Uh, and so obviously all the users at Amazon voted to bring the show into the roster. Uh, but it is, it is so... Uh, it's so hard to get through. It's not fun to watch at all. It's really gross and kind of <laughs> so super serious. Like, did you ever, maybe this is a bad comparison, but it bo- they both have Ron Perlman, uh, okay. Sons of Anarchy, which I was a fan of Sons of Anarchy, but then after a while you're just like, for fuck's sake, like, can you please like not torture this guy or maybe like not have the most terrible fucking thing happen to this person? It's, th- it's like that but every single episode. And so after two oh, episodes, God. I was like, I can't fucking stand this. This is like... That happened to Facebook. Rescue Me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I Rescue Me wanted- was such a funny show. First season, great. Totally recommend it. But then like around midway through second, more towards third and fourth, it gets so dark and just like... And my, my friend's always like, oh, Sue, a show about firemen after 9-11 got dark. Yeah, it did. It got darker. <laughs> it did. It just, oh. like, one fucked up thing after another. It was just, Jesus, we got it. You're Catholic. That's the, fire, <laughs> the fireman show with Dennis Leary? Yeah. yeah. One of my friends used to date a guy who was really good friends with one of the guys <laughs> in the cast. That's the most like my cousin's nephew's neighbor's cat story I've ever told, but that's true. Well, how was the relationship? Fun fact. It was <laughs> great. Was it was great. He lived in Connecticut. We used to take the train out to stay with him. One time, I'm pretty sure I accidentally like drunk peed my pants a little bit in the bed in his guest room when I was staying in. <laughs> But it was like what, like I remember waking up in the middle of the night and like feeling like, did I just a little bit pee my pants or did I have a dream that I did? And then I went back to sleep. And you never figured it out? I never figured it out. And then in the morning it was like, if it had happened, like it was not as, Sue's like, Sue can't There's even no contain herself. There's no Sue's way to like, know. <laughs> you know what? I had, a, I had a party at my, I had a party at my house once and someone crashed on the couch uh, and just totally pissed it. Like really, oh. all over the place. Oh. Um, but we didn't know what it was because drunk, uh, drunk pee is like basically doesn't have a smell to it because it's so. It's I think it, there's so much it's water just all and alcohol. alcohol. It, yeah, there's it doesn't it doesn't sunshine. smell anything. I did, it, I didn't real someone didn't I didn't put all the facts together about the fact that it was that it was pee until I had already basically put my nose into it. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, this is Pete. What else could what pee. else could this be? Oh, good. I just, just I mean, Eskimo kissed someone's pee. As long as as long as we're telling these stories, Please. there was a there was an incident. There there was a night in college where I went to some party my senior year with uh, my girlfriend at the time, and didn't have a lot to drink. I think I had like three or four beers, and you know we both got like moderately drunk and came home and went to bed. 
And in the morning, my roommate uh, comes to me and he says, okay, one of you pissed in my bed last night. <laughs> and I had, I had no memory of that happening. Uh, my, my girlfriend denied any involvement in this. So I ultimately, I guess, did the chivalrous thing and took responsibility for peeing, my, her. peeing my roommate's bed. But I've always believed that it was her. Because <laughs> I, I didn't have a lot to drink that night. I would have remembered. I hope she's listening and will call in and confirm. <laughs> oh my god, you took responsibility. That's like, I've just been listening up so obsessively to like other serial uh, podcasts recently mm-hmm. that that's the first thing that came to mind. I was like, you were like the J to her, or the, well, how does that go? No, that's, I guess J wasn't doing anything chivalrous, but you know, you were the J. You took responsibility for something you didn't do because you were under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, it was my roommate, and I had to live with him for like you know three more months or whatever it was. So I didn't, I didn't want it to be a bad situation where I was like, no, it wasn't me. So, so can I? I feel like it's, I feel like it's, I'm old enough, and it's time in my life to admit something. Can I admit uh-huh. something on your guys' podcast? Yes, oh, please. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. Okay, only, only two people know this. Uh, so everyone in the room, this is. So I had a party in college at my apartment uh, that I shared with two other people. It was it was a Halloween party. Um, I, I was wearing a, a dress, so it was easy access to the to the toilet. And um, I got re- I got yeah right yeah <laughs> the only the only reason I got I got really really drunk and I had to go poop and I <laughs> went to the bathroom and I just sort of like lifted up the dress and I went and then. In my drunken stupor, I realized that I had missed the toilet, and there was a big turd on the floor. And then, and then I, so I, grabbed, so I grabbed some toilet paper and I picked it up and I threw it in the toilet. And I, I cleaned up as best as I could, and I like I was like seeing double. It was so bad. And then the next day. Uh, my roommate came over and he's like, dude, someone shit all over our floor. <laughs> and I was like, who would shit on our floor? Wow. And to this day, no one knew that it was me. And I'm admitting now, that was me. I shit on our floor. Uh, you're a brave man. Thank you. You're a brave man. This is so fun. I was- <laughs> this is such an exclusive. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so wait till E News gets a hold of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Julietta Rancic, I would pay for her to tell this story. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything they want to admit? Now I'm like jealous. Now I wish that I did. I mean, I guess the peeing thing a little bit was, but I actually told my friend about it at the time. I was like, I feel like I a little bit peed my pants drunk last night. She's like, she's like, you didn't. You didn't. I'm like, you just want to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> oh man. I did well, one time pee my pants. This is not nearly <laughs> as exciting. But mm. like when I was a senior, when I was a senior in high school, we did Bye Bye Birdie and I played um, Albert's mother. I don't know if anyone's familiar, like the big, like sort of like Jewish mother of the main character. And I wore this like little fat suit that my mom constructed for me that was like a leotard filled with like, you know, whatever, like padding. And right before we went on for opening night, I had to pee so bad. And I was like, I have time. I'll just go really quick. But I didn't have time to, like, take the whole thing off. So I just tried to do the little, like, 
pullover that like all the girls listening will be familiar with you know I didn't have time to completely strip down you just like grab your crotch the leotard crotch and just do the pullover oh okay and I and I totally missed and I just completely (laughs) peed all over myself like I was like drenched in urine and then I just I was like well time to go on stage yeah so you went on stage in pee, covered in pee? Correct. I mean, like, the entire crotch area. <laughs> I don't know if anyone noticed but me. But You weren't bothered. You went out with the show. Yeah. I just, you know, that's what you do. The show must go on. Yeah, regardless of pee. Exactly. I like that your mom made you a little hefty Hannah costume. Yeah, she made me a little hefty Hannah costume. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Pennsylvania. <laughs> that's what that is. Actually, also- do you guys talk a lot on this show about like your entry into the world of Pretty Little Liars? I mean, I, I feel like I don't want to make you guys sort of, you know, <laughs> no. re- recap regularly, you know, the same thing you say. You know, I mean, but, I feel like we chat about it a good amount, but yeah. it's really just two girls getting drunk, classic story, being like, let's start a podcast about Pretty Little Liars. I right. mean, tale as old as time. Well, Sue did. Sue got me into it because she was watching since day one, and then she got me into it um, in between season three and four. She was just like, "You have to watch this because I need somebody on the dark side of me." And at peer pressure, yeah, I was so good. many kids to smoke in high school. I was I was in high school at the time too. That's be way more creepy. Just recently went to a high school and got. Kids hooked. That was not the case. Oh, so you're an American hero. (laughs) (laughs) But so yeah, I started watching between. I started like from season one, and I was binge watching. But then also, I was like binge watching at the same time that I was watching episode four or season four live. Did you guys get just get served dinner? We got some banana bread. Yeah. Oh my god! Magically appeared. This is so exciting. As you guys know, we break the first rule of podcasting, which is eating while podcasting. Uh, listen, no one knows <laughs> better than That's why I don't do it anymore. We, yeah, we've gotten more than one comment that, like, especially during our off the rails episodes, where we oh, like God. the you know the premiere and finale episodes, where we have like eleven <laughs> people over and we're drunk. We've gotten yeah. so many iTunes comments that are like. Um, so I like the podcast other than stop eating pretzels directly into the fucking microphone. And I'm like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It is hard to listen to. I feel like it's always like, but we're called Cabernet and A. If right. you're really looking for high production value, go to Pretty Little Grown Men. Exactly. Like, that is, that's yeah. where you get your class. <laughs> Oh, we don't even have a. We don't even have a microphone. We just record right into my laptop, and sounds good enough to me. Yeah, the only episode we ever used a microphone for, it was so much room noise. Yeah, because I just have like a a condenser mic for recording music and stuff, and it just you know it gets the it gets the whole room sound. So if you have two guys like not right right in front of it, it just sucks up all the noise of the room. So it ended up sounding really bad. (laughs) <laughs> well, and I just realized, although when we did the little test right before we started officially recording, it it sounded normal, so I guess it's fine. But it just in my mind right now, I realize I'm recording, I have the little snowball mic that I'm talking into, but also I just realized my headphones that I'm listening to have the, like, speaky thing. So am I recording my voice twice? I guess we'll see when we hang up and listen to this. <laughs> 
I mean, Hopefully sounds- we've been recording. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something that when we did the episode with uh, Keegan Allen called in like way early in the game. We had done like three episodes and I like connived and like used my like TV contacts to like get in touch with Keegan Allen's nice. people. Yeah, that was and impressive. So we had him call in. Uh, he's like, I'll talk about my book anywhere. And then, uh, yeah, we <laughs> pretended that we were, you know, reputable outlet. And, uh, and yeah, for, like, for the first, like, That's three minutes, I had forgotten to push record. And I, like, had to play it off. But he was a champ. He played along. Anyways, oh. yes. Well, we are recording. It just might be that I'm extra loud. Anyways. Um, That's fine. So, yeah, I feel like as you I guys like- enjoy your banana bread. <laughs> what yeah. else? Can I ask a question? Please, Sue. You may ask anything. So, um, this isn't Pretty Little Liars related, but it is media related because you guys are like the people that I held on to during the storm of True Detective. Oh. <laughs> and I want to thank you guys for not making me sit through the second season of True Detective because everyone was just like, no, I think it's got like a lot of di- like direction and stuff. And as soon as they, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen True Detective season two, don't do it. But if you really oh. want to, second <laughs> See the second episode, they like fucking shoot Colin Firth, right? Not Farrell, Firth, Farrell. It would have even been better if it was Firth, but it was they shoot Colin Farrell, and I was just like, but it's not just they. It's like a guy wearing a fucking Ravens mask. Like it's so fucking weird. He just like shoots him with a shotgun and walks out, and I was like, I'm done. I don't even care what happens. And then I was like, maybe I'll go back. And then you guys saved me. So thank you. Uh, My question is, please tell us, like, do you think you'll ever watch the full season? Or you just don't? I watched watched season three. You did? Yeah, Don watched it. I I quit on it. I think I got got maybe three or four episodes in. And I was like, this is not. My cat's here. Sorry. Yeah, I was just waiting. Well, yeah, all cats are good. No one can see. Uh, you guys can see on Skype. No one can see at home. So sorry, because my cat's about to knock everything over. Okay, go on with the true detective. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was really just horrible and not enjoy, like not fun to watch at all. And I didn't see a reason to watch it, so I stopped watching it, and it was great. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. It was the best decision I ever made, and you guys saved me. But did I mean, you feel like you liked it? Oh God, no! I, I I struggled I struggled through it because I have um, well for, I mean first of all the first season is so good second of all the uh, uh, I don't think that all of season two is bad I think that Colin Farrell did a fantastic job I mean I think that really as the season goes on he really showed what he's capable of and he basically carried that whole show um, his character sort of matured from like the first couple episodes is just. I mean, this is kind of the problem with a, a lot of a lot of the second season is the pacing was so terrible because it's just it loaded up front with um, super sad sack like bullshit white guy brokenness, and you're just like, who the fuck cares about this shit? Uh, especially when it's just like, oh, I know how this is going to turn out. This is going to be tragic and depressing, and that's exactly what would constantly happen. But as the season goes on. Um, Colin Farrell's character sort of opens up a little bit more. He becomes more of a fleshed out character. None of the other characters do. Uh, Taylor Kitsch's character especially is just, uh, he's a closeted gay person throughout the whole series. And that's all he is. That's really all he is. And uh, Does he take his clothes off? Like, like what, to what extent? 
Okay, that like, tells me that there's some nudity. Because he was like Tim Riggins, and Tim Riggins was like amazing with no shirt. He did a great job acting that way. I was a very <laughs> big fan of his acting. I mean, uh, the, Taylor Kitsch is an, is an attractive person. It's true. I think he does have his shirt off more than once. But does he do it after the premiere episode where he's like, Getting dressed with his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, because he so he meets up with one of his uh, old army buddies, uh, who was the person that he had the affair with while they were stationed in Afghanistan, and they have a drunken night together. And he wakes up because he's he doesn't remember the night, so he wakes up and he's all like half naked and disheveled and like what happened. And then he walks out and he finds his 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 friend slash lover. Uh, making breakfast, and and then of course he's like, oh god, oh what did I do? And he runs away because he's, you know. It's, it's <laughs> uh, but I do, I do believe he did not have a shirt on in that scene. I don't remember if you ever see his butt. Okay, uh, good information. This is all that we need. I really, I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm sure that it is a nice butt. I'll say that. I mean, I, you guys probably agree with that. There should be like a TV reviewed Tumblr just for like. <laughs> how much butt is present in, like, every episode of every season of every... Well, there's Mr. Whatever. Skin. Oh, Mr. that's a good that Of course it does. What? Yeah, isn't that... Mr. Skin still around? I just come out with, like, the biggest porn fucking... <laughs> I remember, like... I just remember, like, when the, when the internet first was a thing and we were using, like, dial-up AOL. Oh, my God, And then Mr. Skin was like, whoa, there's a whole website devoted to nudity and movies? 15-year-old me really likes this a lot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it still exists. I mean, I guess it's been a while since I've heard anyone talk about it. I haven't visited it. But, I'm, I mean, there's still 15-year-old boys in this world, and there's still the Internet. Like, this has to keep going, I would think. Oh, right? I'm sure they got great traffic after, after Knocked Up came out. Because that was like a big plot point. Was like oh right. they're building this website, and then they get scooped. Oh, that's right. That's because right. it already right. exists. The classic tale of Silicon Valley. Guys, when the internet first came out, what was your favorite like viral video? Ooh. Oh, you know. I uh, you know yeah. I just went to the um, what's that web page that just had dancing uh, chipmunks? Was it chipmunks? Oh, World like Star? Wait, the one with the song? Like, do 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 it's it's like this episode of the x-men animated series and these 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 dudes have just like dubbed over like completely just ridiculous like offensive shit on on top of it and it was like we used to watch it all the time it's just completely ridiculous and hilarious wait is this related no i guess not but that made me think of like the gi joe remix like i think it was pork chop sandwiches Okay, similar. similar yeah. It's the same kind of vibe, Got like it. of like, oh, hey, kid, I'm a computer, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. It's I'm that kind of thing. Computer. Yeah. Um, my favorite was the Prairie Dog. The like dun dun dun. That I watched way too many times to admit, like tons of times. I, I sent that around all the time. Classic. It was my favorite. 
I always think okay. of um, I always think of gonads and strife. Do you remember that, guys? Yes, it that was, like was a, the second one that I was going to say. It was like, I mean, cartoon is like using the word liberally. It was more just like pictures, like jumping around. It was like a little chipmunk, and it was a song that the chipmunk was singing about gonads and strife. If you don't know Gonads and Strife, Google it right now, and I promise strife. you won't regret it. Strife. <laughs> strife. Like angst, like strife, yeah. Like, you guys. Angst. I missed that one. Get on board. Wow, what a name. It's really good. I, I, I think long after the fact I got into Keyboard Cat, like, oh, long after everyone was over Keyboard Cat, I was just discovering Keyboard Cat. I was like, <laughs> wow. I have. Or, hold I on. Play the keyboard. You guys, talk amongst yourselves for two seconds. I'm going to get a visual that only the three of you will appreciate. Hold on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chelsea got the cat just so she could make her cat do keyboard cat. Oh, are we about to see this cat play on a keyboard? No, oh, she wait. has a. Oh, that's beautiful. She has a. I have a cross stitch. I have a keyboard cat cross stitch that I'm just. Only, sorry, everyone at home, you can only hear me talk about it, you can't see it. Did you make really it, cool. Chelsea? No, and you know what this is the worst part of the story? I do have a friend who does cross-stitch. Shout out to Lindsay. She never listens to this, but um, <laughs> she, I don't even think she made it. I think she, like, got it on Etsy, but she just knew it would be important to me, and she was right, so. Oh, that's amazing. You can find anything you want on Etsy. Yeah, right. Well, that's where our wine glasses are going to be made on. We just got special Cabernet wine glasses made, you guys. So oh, that's awesome. Get excited. Whoa. I know. It's like. You don't even need to do a Kickstarter. <laughs> I mean, never say never. <laughs> wow, that's, that, that is, that's, that's good self-marketing. We're excited. I'm, I'm impressed. That's that's a, that's, that's a good you. idea. We don't. I don't know what we would do if we could do some sort of like pretty little grown men merch. What would we do? Probably pint glasses. Yeah, probably, that makes sense. That'd be good. Definitely. Although, if if any uh, uh, brewers out there want to brew their own pretty little grown men uh, beer, beer for the like two percent of the two percent of PLL watchers who are who are of a male, you know. Of age, put it out there. I think people have been us wine. I mean, crazier things could happen. People have sent us wine. By the way, bless all of you that send us wine. That was the best thing that's ever happened in my life and my freaking stand up career. That joke kills. Yeah. (laughs) Sue does that. Sue, do you want to do your joke about wine and podcasts right now? I think you should do it. This is like the worst. This is like a cliche. Worst forum for stand up ever. Um, So. I have a podcast called Cabernet and A, and uh, it's about pretty little wires and drinking wine while uh, discussing it, and uh, it's gotten pretty popular. People have actually started sending us wine, and uh, I, I didn't know podcasts could be so popular. In fact, uh, I'm starting another one. Look forward to it. It's called <laughs> Getting Eaten Out and Eating Cheese with Sue Funk. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> So anyone interested in, in following up that podcast? That's my new podcast. And sending Sue uh, fan Those requests. Things. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Amazing. I'm sorry, Sue, that I just made you do a joke on a podcast. Sorry. Right. Maybe people will start coming to my show. <laughs> Third Thursdays in Astoria, Queens. Yay. So you guys, maybe before then we get too drunk to know what's going on, 
what were your, I mean, I guess we've obviously each talked independently, I'm sure, on each of our podcasts about, about this last season, but like maybe brief overview of your, of your thoughts on this day at this time of the finale and then what you hope might happen in the impending season. Well, I think we covered, we did a couple episodes in the finale. We did our sort of, uh, oh my God, we just watched it episode. And then we did one a couple weeks later and we brought in um, our friend Mark Abraham to talk as well. And I think, you know, from the dramatic perspective, for me, I was really satisfied by the reveal. Um, I think the problem with the episode, one of the problems was that it was so expositional and it was like, 45 minutes of just like, okay, let's just say everything that happened and then have this really like super rushed climactic ending of trying to blow up Radley, which felt really silly. Right. The whole the whole episode felt really silly with like the hologram technology and all that stuff. Right. <clears throat> so it, it felt like, it felt very rushed. It felt like it should have been a double episode or they should have done the reveal an episode earlier and then they could have like had more going on in the finale. Um, I mean, I think another thing that we talked about was just the, um, you know, the way they handled having a, a transgender character on the show. Um, and I, I think both of us thought that they did a pretty poor job of like distinguishing, uh, Charlotte's craziness from Charlotte being this basically abused trans person. Right. Um, and I think the way that you know, Marlene King and some of the other people who talked about the show in the aftermath, it didn't come across as like them having had done the research or the homework or, you know, the consultation to have like done a really empathetic job. So that was something that, you know, I, it didn't ruin it for me. Um, but I do think it was something that they kind of dropped the ball on and I hope that they can improve on in whatever the next season goes. Sure. I mean, it's kind of strange too, that, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's like, why not just have like a double episode? Like, why did they feel like they had to just cram it all in? It's not like they don't have the pull at ABC Family to, to you know, like totally. Just sorry, I'm passing Dave a beer. Um, I, uh, you know, it's like, why, why, why not make it a two-hour episode? It doesn't, to me, make any sense why it had to feel so rushed. I totally. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Well, I was just, you know, I, I think that when we were doing our technology episode last week, you know, we watched a, a Which large Which I sport. highly recommend everyone go download. That was so yeah. awesome. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, that, thanks. That ended up really, being, really like, enjoyed really that. Weird. Yeah, it was, it was a weird episode. We've never recorded with that much, that many people at No, time. it was fun. We actually cut, the audio was coming out kind of weird, and we had, like, people on the other side of the room, and the conversation, like, veered off into David Lynch and some other we, stuff. We cut, that, like, 45 minutes out of that podcast. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot that didn't make it in there. I was going to say, because it was so short. It was, like, 20 minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah we, we, we talked about David Lynch. We talked about uh, phone apps. We talked about there was, uh, there David was, Byrne. We talked a lot about David's. There David. was a, yeah, there was a good 10 minutes of us messing around on this Byte app, which we had all downloaded and like made electronic beats on. So we're all like, sharing our beats. Yeah, it got a little indulgent, so we we did a little edit situation. I'm the lost episode. Exactly. Of know, yeah, we talked about that too. Bonus. Like you know, maybe we'll just re release a like weird bonus episode Outtakes. at some point. Definitely. Besides, definitely. Yeah, um, like, yeah, and that's version. and that's. Uh, yeah, I already that was you know Sarah who we previously mentioned and Andrew who was our. Our guru, our technology consultant, right, right. 
they just moved to Boston. So that was kind of, it was also kind of like a little going away. Like, it, it's really sad. I'm, I miss them quite a bit. But, um, uh, but in, in recording that episode, we watched uh, a large portion of, of um, the finale again. And uh, it just became more and more apparent how rushed it felt. And um, which just, still, I just don't understand why they couldn't have you know, develop that story more. There's a lot that it just, I don't know. It just, I feel like they could have easily gotten two hours out of that. Oh, for um, sure. Well, you know, it and, just, yeah. and especially because it's like, you spent, what, four or five episodes arcing out Talia? <laughs> and then, right, yeah. who cares? This episode has like a thousand things that it like crams in your face and you're just like, I had to fucking find out about Egg. Like, I had to find out about, what's his face, fake Chris Hardwick. Like, <laughs> what do I have to say Chris Hardwick yeah. what, 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 what are we calling him? Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. I forget what his real name even is at this point, because I only think of him as Matthews. Reese Matthews. Oh, no, not even nope. him. Reese oh, okay. Matthews was the one from the end of, or the 6A. Fake this Chris is, Hardwick is the artist guy who kissed Spencer. Oh, fuck oh. that guy. Fake I Chris hate Hardwick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, your, to your point, I mean, like, yeah, for sure they could have, well, I mean, yeah, they definitely could have made it two episodes, but what I have always said is I feel like they were under pressure to move the A reveal up. And so, like, they were probably planning on revealing it, which, I mean, I think Marlene's even said this. Like, they were planning on revealing A maybe at the end of season six. Right. And so then the, suddenly there was a lot of pressure to, like, the fans are getting restless. Let's, like, cram it. So she had to take this season-long story arc and suddenly make it be a half-season story arc and probably pulled out some of the Talia's and some of the fake Chris Hardwick's, you know, that might have been in the full season six and doing that. But to your point, yeah, that still is not really an excuse for like, you could have still eliminated, there was still a little bit of filler in season six A that you still could have devoted two full seasons, I would say, like you said, to like this reveal and not making it feel so exposition, exposition, tell, 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 you know? Well, it's a funny thing, right? Because they've been running the show for, I mean, we're already into season six. It's not like it's season two and you have to do the big reveal like Twin Peaks or whatever. Right. Um, Or even Lost where it's like, okay, we have to this is as far as it's going to go. And, you know, I mean, there's still another year and a half of Pretty Little Liars, and then they potentially could be more. So it's like, it felt weird that they would sort of arbitrarily say, I mean, because this is something that we talked about running up to the finale of like, whoa, this is going to be it. Like, we, we were kind of caught by surprise a little bit that like, the social media came out three or four weeks before, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be it. We're going to reveal everything. You're right. going to learn everything. We were like, holy shit. I, okay. All right. Let's 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 go. Right. Totally. Like, makes by the way. Me, makes me wonder if, like, the social media person that works on there, and I'm not saying uh, – I'm just hypothesizing that they, like, snort a bunch of meth and then go online and come up. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like they're so blurty and, like – think last and just blurt out like this is what people want and it's like you, oh yeah you can't uh, audiences don't know what they want yeah. <laughs> like just, just tell your story We're, don't we've be been really people. unhappy with that we've definitely talked about that before. yeah have you guys ever taken a quiz to see which of the uh liars you are in your squad 
I mean, I want to say maybe I did one time, and I don't even remember who I got. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. If I had. <laughs> well, okay, if you had, if you if you could name yourself one of the liars in your squad, which which liar would you be? Ooh. Oh God, this is such a great question. Is this a trick question? <laughs> um, I would say <laughs> I'm probably. I'm taking this question very seriously. <laughs> As you should. I mean, I want to say... Don't let BuzzFeed tell you. Maybe I'm Spencer, but I don't want to be. Am I, am I like a bratty, weird, bossy? Okay, Sue's saying no. Okay, good. No, I think you're more of an Aria. You've said that before. Oh, about that's right. I did say that. Okay, fine. I'll be Aria. <laughs> I'm Hannah. I was I was just going to say Hannah that. slash Ashley Marin because I like to drink wine and stare off into places. Into windows. About how nice. about, how about you that I've guys? Done wrong. Secret genius. How about You're you guys? Sure. Yes. That too. Oh, probably Spencer with a dash of Hannah. Fair enough. Nice. <laughs> the two smart ones. <laughs> well, Hannah's an Elliot Smith listener. That's right. Which is very, very central to my identity. Oh my so I have to have to throw that in there. Fair yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably say like either like like Arya or or Spencer, but I really don't want to be Arya, so I'll be Spencer. I'm just glad <laughs> that none of us are Emily. And yeah, that's I used true. to love. I am her. not very good at sports. And yeah, I'm not sporty him. enough. <laughs> oh my god, none yeah. of us are sporty spice. Or okay, dancing, good. I'm really bad at dancing, also. Right. Well, right. so is she. To be fair. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What Emily? as good as she thinks she is. Guys, oh. Chelsea used to dance against Abby Lee Miller's <laughs> dance. Okay, yeah. true, okay. true. Okay, yeah. I just want you, know, you to know. This our is amateur crazy. eyes were viewing Emily and her confidence sold yeah. us. Well, so also, you think you can dance over here, knows it all. Also, though, <laughs> Shay Mitchell, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Depends your dancing skills. Even though we just totally insulted your short film. <laughs> I know. And I so one of my the the show I used to work for one of the like hosts of it is I guess in some capacity like sort of pals or acquaintances with Shay Mitchell and so I reached out to him and I was like hey I haven't talked to you for two years I heard you know <laughs> Shay Mitchell and she wants to be on our podcast and I was like why would I do if like anybody would listen to our podcast one time I would say like in the first thirty seconds of any podcast they'd hear me being like. Fuck Emily Fields and fuck her bad <laughs> attitude. <laughs> yeah. Shame be like, oh, pass. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would love to have Lucy Hale on our show, but at this point, yeah. I don't think either her or Ian Harding would ever want to talk to us. No. <laughs> We've been very mean to Ezra. Oh, poor Ezra. I mean, not poor Ezra. Yes, his character is shitty. But I have a soft spot in my heart for his actual person, Ian Harding, because he went to school in Pittsburgh, which is where I'm from. So, oh, I just call him Ian because we're on first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> we're all besties. Yeah, in my head. So, what do you guys? <laughs> what do you guys hope for in the impending six B? Who do you think this mysterious like he character, the he that's after mm -hmm. the girls or the uh, after Allison is? I just hope for coherence, yeah, uh, don't and I hope that the girls have gotten better at like not being 
horror like slasher movie targets like they have been through the first six seasons of just like oh i'm walking into this building and i don't have a flashlight and i'm not really (laughs) sure what's gonna happen i mean i i think we did this is something that we commented on a fair amount in this Mm -hmm. last season and a half or so of like oh they actually like we're paying a little bit more attention um so you know i hope they've learned some survival skills and they come up to that you know level up to that next uh that next level yeah i mean you know uh, I always, uh, and I always think this is worth reiterating. I always hope that, uh, Arya and Ezra are no longer together. Um, that's, that's the thing that I always hope always. I hope Hannah and Caleb are together forever. Yeah. Yeah. I hope oh that, my God, us too. We love Hannah. I hope that Caleb is so fancy and rich now that he wears suits all the time. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I hope I he hope doesn't that. do that tie thing, though, where he, like, knots his tie up like he did for the dance. I don't know if you guys noticed that fashion. I don't even remember I did, that either. Wait. I did catch that one. You know what? I hope that uh, Caleb wears a bolo tie. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's an eccentric billionaire. <laughs> I hope Caleb is an eccentric billionaire. What if that would be a treat? That would turn into that. I they hope deserve. that Caleb, I hope that Caleb gets another spinoff chance <laughs> because he deserves it. And Ravenswood was not the not right the vehicle. Oh, come on. The fireflies. Oh, Jesus. That episode, all the episodes that reference Ravenswood are the worst things in my mind. Sue, I cannot. Sue, yes. please. Yes. PLL fans love Ouija, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> PLL fans love Insidious 27. Don't tell them. <laughs> don't pretend like they don't. What? So, you know, one thing they didn't cover in the finale is uh, how, what's her face? Mrs. Grunewald. The psychic lady. Oh, yeah, they just like totally avoided all of the supernatural elements having to do with the fact that Allie was buried alive. Right. They just pretended like it never existed. They pretended like Grunewald never pulled her out of the ground like a carrot. Or also, yeah. it was like very much like a yada yada yada. The psychic pulls me out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it was very. <laughs> I feel like they do that with a lot of stuff. It was like, oh, and she might have been pregnant, but forget about it. Oh, and there was this beach hottie, but like maybe they were just eating blueberry pie. Like, <laughs> please, yeah. so I, many weird things I forget about. I so, do as, hope. Oh, sorry. As, go ahead. As rewatchers, because we haven't gone back through it. Does any of that stuff sort of make more sense when you take the second pass? <laughs> Chelsea's face right now is great. I'm shaking my head yeah. so Not really. And I think that's one of the things that I, my cat, like, just reached out his paws and grabbed the microphone with both hands and pulled it towards him. I don't know if that was, like, I want to be a part of this or if that was, like, it's time to stop. We'll what's, his, what's his name? His name is Tanuki. Tanuki, Tanuki say something. <laughs> Come on, Tanuki, it's a big chance. You're going to be the star. Yeah, screw it. He's asleep again. Um, but <laughs> one of the things I think, and Sue and I talk about a lot, is like there are these, yes, on one hand, we can accept that it is a television show, and there might have been little plot divergences that will never be wrapped up, and we all have to go about our lives and go to sleep at night. But this whole Kate May 
Beachbody pregnancy. I mean, that I feel like was made to be such a big deal that if it doesn't redevelop and ever, even if they don't conclude it, like at least if they reference that it was a thing that they made to seem of importance in this season 6B, I guess I would be satisfied. I mean, the ultimate satisfaction would be like we wrap it up and prove that it was a worthy plot divergence, but. At least if they act like they're trying to solve it still. Ugh, so I don't know. And what about the NAT club? What I about know, like that's exactly. what about, what about all the Melissa, Ian, Ren yes. love triangle stuff? Yes, that's another I, thing. I think it's just like the 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 right to me it seems like the writers just got to a point where they're like, Okay, uh, this is this is everything before um, are revealed that Mono is A, and then there's everything after. And so everything before that doesn't matter except for the actual incident that puts Allie in the ground, and everything after that is a whole different thing. And it just seems like, you know, that that's, you know, that it doesn't it doesn't matter. Well, I, I like my favorite part of the finale, I think, was the casual reveal where Mono was like, Oh, no, oh yeah, I killed Bethany. <laughs> right. And Spencer Spencer's like, oh no big deal. She she had that's, a comment. That's cool. She was bad. Yeah, well, I know the, mor- the morality in the show is, is, is hilarious sometimes. But the thing... Oh. No, no, go ahead. The thing that I've actually spent time, like, on the subway thinking about lately is, like, why would Cece dress up like Charles? To be Just the prom why? in that, like, the in prom, that episode, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wh- why? Why would you want to be a masculine version of yourself when you've worked so hard to be who you really are, which is, it's just, it's like this endless loop that I'm pretty sure if you like find me, you're like dead. That's just gonna be like, she just thought about it too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Thought about it way too hard. I think it's like you guys said that like, it is just one of those. And it's sort I'm, I'm a little bit of a PLL season 6a finale apologist like i feel like they were they were coming from they were trying to make it be okay they were coming from a good place whether or not they did it right perhaps they did not but i think yeah it's one of those things where they just didn't necessarily do all their research they just didn't necessarily think every aspect of it through and so that they did have a few missteps along the way you know how do you respond to um the idea that cc didn't sleep with her brother, but oh, they boy. probably made out a little bit. And <sighs> and it's funny. Didn't he say CC was like, "Come on, Allie, that's my brother." And you're like, "Uh, but <laughs> you probably smooched pretty hard." <laughs> fucking gross. Yeah, and also you're like, also you're like a murderous, crazy person. So right. I don't really know where right. your boundaries are. <laughs> yeah. it's true. I don't think that I was even as, like, put off by that as I was of, like, but come on, who was the head of the NET club? Like, like, I feel like other <laughs> things, like, made me more, like, dissatisfied after the finale or freaked out than even, like, thinking about Cece making out with her brother. Like, like, why, like, why does everyone... Sorry, I, was, I, just need to, I need to say this multiple times. Please. Why does everyone think that beer and pie don't go together? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? This Beer and pie go together pretty well. That is not yeah. discussed enough in the PLL. They're all just like, oh, so we know so. that he must be A because 
fucking A's got this like gross taste in beer and pie. I would argue so beer, LA. Beer it's so LA. Anything. It's like too many carbs. Right. Too many carbs. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Who beer can have beer and pie? pie goes with anything. That's is like that a like a, rule. Is it like a weird anti-drinking message of like, if you're into pie, you definitely shouldn't <laughs> have beer underage viewers of this show. It's trying to keep down the diabetes levels of, of the next generation. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe they're an anti-drinking, they're anti-weed smoking. Oh my God. No, but they can't be anti-drinking because Spencer's with. mom helps her make that dinner for Toby where she like sets out a bottle of red wine and then Mona who's then like seen sitting in Toby's apartment drinks the red wine and I'm like no but like first of all as a teenager you don't give a fuck about wine this is a great Merlot I love it second of all like where's, where's where, that Mike Hard lemonade who's <laughs> getting wine in Pennsylvania at 16 yeah. <laughs> like, it's true. get a cooler Mona what are you gonna do but she's cr- but that's the morality of the show Mona's crazy so you know she drinks wine and kills people with shovels and she's mature beyond her she is a sign of maturity mm-hmm. I mean there's isn't there a lot of doesn't cause you know Charlotte's not supposed to be that much older and she's drinking scotch or whatever we see a lot of her drinking true, true. that's true and also like I feel like Spencer goes to the bar at one point when she drinks with Ren and she's oh, just okay. like I'll have a gin and tonic and I was like who the fuck are you, girl? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? And also, that is no one gives a too mature no drink. When 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 uh, Spencer uh, was in England, where when she was in England, she was in what like three locations uh, out of all <laughs> London. Spencer's right. whirlwind tour of three rooms in England. Right. Um, <laughs> that uh, did. Do you remember she had a beer at that pub where she yes kissed. Yeah. Face, she did. Yeah. Well, she I did. guess the. Oh no, the drinking age over there is what eighteen. I think it's yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good Still point. Too. She said that she could purchase it legally, so I think we're supposed to believe that she was eighteen at that point. Right. Oh. Uh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> and what is what is up with Spencer's love life? Uh, just basically, just like all these guys being like, "I'm in love with you," and her being like, "Well." I guess I'm still love Toby, but you've expanded my purview into the fact that other men exist outside of my sweet ass officer boyfriend. <laughs> Spencer will make out with anyone who looks at her sideways, and also, in speaking of rewatching, exactly with a dick. Just saying, a lot of ladies on ladies in this show. We got to. Gotta specify. This is true. But <laughs> speaking of rewatching, I feel like every time I dip back into seasons like one, two, three, I'm like, where the fuck is Toby all the time? It seems like every episode that I rewatch is like Spencer and Toby being reunited after being separated, but no one's quite sure like where Toby was or why they were separated or like how were you just reuniting in this episode when didn't you just reunite the last time we watched an episode? Like he's just always somewhere. And then he's doing carpenter. Isn't he like doing carpenter jobs? Like he's always like, I was building a a shed two counties over. Or being secret (laughs) A for reasons that no longer make sense. You know, one of my biggest like if I could turn back time in my life I wouldn't even take back drunk peeing in my friend's ex-boyfriend's bed I would like want to go back and have watched season 
uh, PLL season three from beginning to end without already knowing that Toby was going to be revealed as like fake mm. out A. Because I feel like, and I've asked Sue about this before. I ask her about it as if she like lived through the Civil War. I'm like, Sue, <laughs> Sue tell, me, tell me about the time. Tell me about the time that you found out that Toby was fake A. <laughs> <laughs> and you watched I've, the episode I've watched the show live already? since episode like four or five of the whole series. Yeah, right. So oh, wow. like I experienced a lot of it live. But I'm also a live TV watcher. I'm I work for TV Land. I'm so big into the old school way of watching television. Still, mm. it is very old school to watch live. Yeah, yeah. to watch cable. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dinosaur over here. <laughs> what's uh? What's your guys? Uh, since you guys both work in TV, what what is your uh, not counting PLL, not that that necessarily would have been your answer, but what is your favorite TV show that is currently airing? Oh my God. This is, well, can I, this is not the answer I'm going to go with, but right before we uh, started doing this podcast, I was watching the premiere of Scream Queens. <gasps> we were just talking about that. Oh my tell God. Tell me nothing, I will beat the shit out I of you. I won't tell I'll my apartment and walk four blocks. <laughs> I know that you, literally Sue will show up here in 30 seconds and, and beat me into a pulp, but it was, it's so good. I mean, I didn't get to watch, I have like 30 more minutes on my DVR to watch, but it was I knew so, that was so good. Oh, uh, we need to watch it. Okay, we were just talking about how maybe we should, we should like start doing uh, recaps of that. I think you guys, 150%, yeah, yeah. yeah it was really, okay. really good. Um, okay. And other than that, well, you guys answer first. Let me think about my answer. I think, well, my favorite show is probably Archer. Oh. I, don't, I can't think of a show on TV which is, like, funnier or sillier. But I was a big fan of, I mean, my two, favorite, my two other favorites were, like, Parks and Recreation and Mad Men. So now they're over and I have to find new things on TV. Uh, you know, actually, my, my favorite current TV show is, uh, that's airing, which I said in a cutout portion of last week's episode, uh, <laughs> is uh, Rick and Morty. Um, I think that that is just beyond hilarious. Every single episode. It's now like towards the end of its second season uh, on Adult Swim, and it is just every single episode is a, is a treat. I, I, I buy, like, I bought the episode on Amazon, so whenever like, I get the email that a new episode is there, I'm just like so stoked. Um, that and I also uh, started watching um, The Nick, uh, which, oh. which is, yeah, it's got Clive Owen. The whole first season was directed by Steven Soderbergh, um, and it is fantastic fucking television. It is just so, it's so well written. I mean, I like Steven Soderbergh a lot, but the way that he directs it is just so great, and it's, I just, I think it's fantastic. It's really good. It's is he the one that did Magic Mike? Yep. Oh yep. Yes. He's Steven Soderbergh is, <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot of other good directors, but I don't think that any other director currently working can pretty much do anything the way that Steven mm -hmm. Soderbergh can. He yeah. did Magic Mike. He did all of the Oceans movies, but he's yeah, also done, right. but he also did like Traffic and, yep. uh, you know, he did The Informant with Matt Damon. Um, okay. he did, oh, he did Sex... His first big movie was Sex, Lies, and Videotape. And uh, then he did a movie... Then he did a little indie called Schizopolis, which is mostly, like, improvised. Uh, and then he did... Um, he, like, releases tons of fucking movies all the time. He did, then he did this movie called King of the Hill. And then he... 
you know, shit. Then he did like it's like he directs movies in his sleep. Like he just releases <laughs> stuff, and 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 they're and they're like they're like you know like. Uh, melodramas or like weird experimental like comedies or thrillers or in the case of Haywire he did a movie called Haywire which is just an action movie which is fucking awesome he did The Nick which is like a historical thriller drama uh, that that is basically like 10 hours long you know it's I think he's a he's he I, I recently started revisiting his movies because of the Nick, and he's quickly become like one of my favorite directors. It's I I love what he does. Well, you guys, we have a surprise for you on oh, the what? phone right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, 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 are you on? <laughs> be such a long wait. Like this whole thing was just the longest con ever to get him on. Steve, Steve Soderbergh just completely passed out of sleep. <laughs> completely forgot he was on the phone. <laughs> just, what? Oh yeah, I'm on a podcast. We also have a surprise uh, on the phone. We have. Oh my god. Keyboard cat. Shay, Shay, are you there? Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Shay. I loved your short. Everything else was just like a bit I was doing. Rejected um, episodes of Punked. Uh, so I don't know what my favorite show is. I feel like that's like asking a mother whose child is her favorite and she's got a thousand children. Like I love television so much that it's like you would have to like slice it down to like what genre do you like? Like what show? And even then it would be like, even currently, it's so tough because, like, I watch 30 Rock every single night, I would say, or yeah. at least once a day. Like, I just, it makes me laugh so hard. I just That's recently it. rewatched The Office, but then I'm like, I like Suits a lot, actually, which is weird. It always surprises me how much I like Suits. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, ah, I guess I'll watch it. And then I'm like, that was a great episode. That was a really interesting story. Um, and the acting's really good on that show. Um... I mean, I love Shameless. I could go on all day about shows that I enjoy watching. Did you guys ever watch uh, Hannibal? I've talked to Dave about this before. Yes. I watched I, uh, almost all of first season. Oh, okay. Did you just, you kind of didn't get into it? I did not, but I know that our other PLL podcast brethren, uh, Pretty Little Podcasters, like it a lot, yes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I really liked it a lot. And it just ended, and the the, the finale is is really, really good. Did it feel final, or do you feel like they could do another season? No, it definitely felt final. They could they could do another season, but it also felt like it's, it worked both ways, pretty much. Um, it, was, it was really good. I, I started out really skeptical about it, because I felt like it was... It's a pretty gruesome show. Um, yes. It felt like it was like really just sort of uh, taking itself too seriously, <clears throat> too seriously, which I really dislike in... in pretty much anything, but um, it very quickly showed itself to be sort of just like this surreal, um, beautiful take on, I don't know, people, like psychopaths or something, like really yeah, people yeah. who have really troubled, like genius psyches, I don't know, it, it really just felt like a really dreamy character study um, in ways that... None of the other, and I and I really like Silence of the Lambs. The other Hannibal movies, not so much, but uh, in ways that the the movies have never been able to really capture. Also, Man, Man well, actually, no, Manhunter is a good a good movie, the Michael Mann one. I really, really liked it. I just 
it's so dark that I'm like, I don't know if I should keep binge watching it and wanting to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. No, there's, there's, I mean, every season has just these scenes that are like, so they're so well done, but they're so fucking creepy. They just crawl into your skin. Really disturbing. And I was just like, I can do this, but I can't, marathon and binge it like I usually do shows so I'll go back to it I have a fun fact that is equally as a left turn as my friend's boyfriend's cousin's dog peeing in a bed story that I told an hour ago um my okay wait how does it work it's like my aunt's nephew who's not actually my cousin because she's like an aunt that married in the family he bought the house that is the funeral home house in Silence of the Lambs, the movie. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Such thank a long you. walk. It's a long walk around the block, and thank you guys for coming with me. And also, <laughs> I have to check out Hannibal for sure, since everyone that I know and respect seems to be talking about it. But my favorite TV show is Girl Code Live, which airs on Mondays. At 10 p.m. on MTV. Oh, I didn't know we were doing plugs. <laughs> if, you, if you could summarize Girl Code Live in three sentences. Um, vaginas, sleepovers, kitties. Those oh. are three words, sweetheart. <laughs> Those are good yeah, things. You put said. vaginas, period. Sleepovers, period. <laughs> oh, okay, now I get it. So. <laughs> I've had a whole bottle of wine, you guys. Uh, I'm sorry, I've never seen Girl Code Live. Do you think that it would appeal to us? I think you guys might be into it. It is, we uh, categorize it or uh, logline it as like a, you know, big sleepover that your mom doesn't want to know you're at. And it, we only just had, how many episodes have we had? I think this week was the fourth episode only. So it's a brand new show, but it is a derivative of Girl Code. Mm-hmm. Which is a derivative of Guy Code. So, and those are the people that fund this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Is it uh, is uh, is it like just a panel of people discussing things? It's just a, yeah. So I mean, Girl Code and Guy Code are talking head comedy shows. I mean, like in the vein I've, of yeah, I've seen. I, well, I've, I've listened to a podcast by some of the guys who are on Guy Code. Oh, I think, like, am I am I right? Brilliant idiots, yeah. Yes, Charlamagne and Schultz, shout out. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, it's sort of in that vein of just like, I mean, whatever, guy based humor for guy code and girl based humor for girl code. And then Girl Code Live is three of the girls that are on Girl Code uh, hosting a late night talk show. So, sort of multi host format in the vein of The View, but hopefully not garnering the same demographic as The View. (laughs) Hopefully, we are. A cooler, oh, hipper demographic? I mean, you know, not no shade to the view yeah. at all. Shout out to Michelle Collins, the love of yes. my life, who just snagged a hosting position there. But yeah, exactly. It's like the view, only a little bit uh, a little bit drunker and a little bit just say more it, younger. appropriate. A little yeah. bit younger. Just a little <laughs> bit. But yes, tune in. I think uh, we are, oh, I don't know if we, I can say any of our guests. Not, no one's listening. Three people are listening to this podcast, and they aren't. <laughs> They've made it to the end. Yeah, exactly. They made it to the end, but 
<laughs> yeah. That's we always talk about that when we get to we always at the end of our podcast, you know, an hour in, we're like, oh, and you can also star us on iTunes if you feel if you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> nice we just start at the beginning. I think we all should, successful podcasts yeah. are like, listen, get the business up top. Farther, fucking star us. That's what we usually do. But exactly. you're, about to, you're about to give us an exclusive on who's gonna be on the on the show. Well, <laughs> you good reporting. Good reporting. Yeah, this is going to be on PasteMagazine.com well, tomorrow. So. Say, no, literally, the people I was going to say are like not even necessarily people that anybody would know. But just tune in to Girl Goes Live. <laughs> I made it work. Oh, well, like, instead of giving that? people that like giving away the people we booked, I just like brought it down a notch. I'm like, it's no one you guys would know. No one. That's no one. Um, do you guys want to be on Girl Code Live sometime? <laughs> how do we do that yeah. I don't know if you have a question about sex or relationships you want to ask and you can maybe give me on Skype with the girls okay well think about it All right. I, don't, I mean I know everything there is to know about sex so. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to laugh too hard it's rude um, uh, <laughs> and then so, everyone should watch all the episodes of the Jim Gaffigan show and Pastor Younger everything TV land because that's what I spend my life promoting. This is the part where we do plugs. What do you yeah. guys want to plug? Um, uh, yeah, Dave, what do you want to plug? Oh, well, you can find my my music blogging on OregonLive.com slash music. I wish I could plug my cool TV show that you could tune in and watch, but, you know, no, it's just my, just my blogs. <laughs> just my paragraphs. Uh, yeah, it's what are we, you know? Exactly. I don't know. I write for Paste Magazine. Go read Paste Magazine. Yes. We just we just redesigned and uh, provided uh, a bunch of new options with the uh, Paste Cloud and Paste Monthly and nice. Paste Radio. None of which I really had anything to do with. Um, but you do a lot of you have a lot of really great lists. Like you did this um, uh, these top one hundred lists, which are super ambitious and. What are some of the, what are some of those? Oh ones? yeah, well, I mean, I the the great thing about this job is I get to watch a ton of movies and then like give my opinion about it. And if anyone has listened to our podcast, knows that uh, I guess we should plug our podcast. Yes, Pretty Little Grown Men. Yeah, the name of our podcast. Our podcast is called Pretty Little Grown Men. Uh, we talk about Pretty Little Liars maybe seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, we've done some other, you know, especially on the hiatus, we do some other pop culture episodes we did a nice episode talking about interstellar uh which was like a, a conversation i was proud of and you know some other some other topics i really liked talking about carly the carly ray jepson album that was fun yeah that was a good one that was interesting we, yeah we talked we talked a lot we we did we were doing true uh true detective and we were doing a game little of game thrones of thrones for a while yeah, I was about to say the game of thrones stuff was good i appreciated that I, w I listened to that episode on my way and to at the dentist, and I was like, "This is hilarious! <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm doing this instead of." I would uh, I would imagine some of those scenes in Game of Thrones were comparable to going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, one of you two did a really great job, which I feel like my friends always make fun of me of, like of uh, mommying each other, which is like, "No, go ahead, tell them about the list that you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> you made a good list." Don't be shy. <laughs> I did. I, I will say that the the one list that I put a very large portion of my life into, and Dave and Hillary know this because I was living with, with them when I was doing this. Uh, I made a list. It's not credited to me because I write for Pace, so it's by Paste staff. Sure, but 
I put together the list of the 100 greatest documentaries of all time. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. Occupied so much of my life for like two straight months. I um, but I've, I've watched a shit ton of documentaries. You want to know anything about documentaries? I might possibly know about it. <laughs> this is another Actually, episode. <laughs> I wanted to say earlier, I figured out a way for you to talk about Pretty Little Liars on Pace Magazine. Yeah? What you need to do... Now, now I'm mommying. This is what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> you need to um, write about all the movie illusions because you write about the movies and you'd be like, these are all the movie illusions that Pretty Little Liars references because oh. they're all like pretty classic movies. Oh, shit. Well, speaking they're, of that, Dave well, had written an so, article. Was that for The Atlantic? Yeah. Yeah, Dave, Dave wrote it before we even started our podcast. Dave wrote a professional article for a professional magazine about Pretty Little Liars and its slasher movie tropes. Yeah, because I was really into, or I'm still really into slasher movies, and that was what kind of got me into PLL, was like, oh, this is like a slasher movie that never ends. So I did an article for The Atlantic kind of, this is like three years ago already, uh, when I was freelancing, talking about like, here are all the ways that it fits into like Friday the 13th, or, you know, things like that. Cool. What's yes, the name of the article? If people wanted uh, to... Oh, I think it's I think it's it's how Pretty Little Liars reinvented the slasher. I think, and if you look up, if you just look up David Greenwald, The Atlantic, I've written like okay. two things for them ever. So one of those will be about Pretty Little Liars. And great job, mommying on that one, Doc. Mm-hmm, thank you. If you didn't see it on Skype, I was moving my hands. Yeah, generous. No, I liked it. You were like literally, you're like presenting him. You're like, and here he is. Man, you read that article once. You remember? <laughs> Tell them about that article you once. It was published in a professional magazine. It was really good. I read, <laughs> I read it. <laughs> well, you guys, I have had so much fun talking to you. And, Sue, I've had so much fun talking to you four blocks it's away. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you want to come over after? Yeah. yeah. Do you, should I come over? Yeah, just come on by. We can is it, like, not is it like really fucking hot there? It you is very, new. very, very hot. It is. Yes. I'm like... Well, her place is always a 1,000 degrees. She basically lives in a sauna, and the only room that's air-conditioned is the room where the cat stays. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, fair, so basically, like, my living room and kitchen and, like, central area does not have air-conditioning, but my bedroom does. But then when I have company over, I put my cat in the bedroom, and then he gets air. So, yes. The cat (laughs) currently, the cat has the air, and everyone else just has to suffer. No, we do that too. We only have AC in the bedroom. It's like so. it's more economical. I once had yeah, it quoted. Get the I had it quoted for like to put it because I have like the hole in my wall that like an air conditioner should be, but I guess whoever lived here before I took it, and then they quoted me like two thousand dollars to put one in. Oh, and I was like, what? yeah, yeah, Is no that thanks. Even a real thing? Yeah, so I was like, bye. And then your bill would go up because you would put another AC in. Exactly. It's just a whole thing. It's like a whole thing with Gene. And so I just have like multiple <laughs> fans. And everyone can live their whole life. Thing with Gene. <laughs> whole thing with Gene. So, well, I would love to talk to you guys all night, but it's 11.30 our time and I've drunk. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've drunk like... almost a bottle of wine. No, I mean, I'll keep talking. I just also I'm on my second bottle guys. of water, guys. It's, <laughs> it's a wild Tuesday. It's a wild yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for, like, uh, you know, accommodating the time difference and for no, uh, we're just pushing so to have us on. And... We're just so glad that we finally got to connect with you guys. And, I mean, genuinely, I hope 
I would love to do one where we do talk about shadow play or something. If you guys are up for that, I mean, we have okay. a long bridge season, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> we got a lot yeah. of time to uh, okay. yeah, let's, drink let's... wine remotely, and yeah, I'd love it. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it for sure. That'd be Excellent. great. Well, yeah, so you hear that, listeners? you got to keep us to this. Keep us to this. <laughs> and I'm also very excited to hang up, listen to this audio file, and see if I sound like a uh, Robotron or something, and that my voice is doubled up <laughs> recording through two different outlets or not. We don't know. We'll see what the happens. The Max Hedrum version of the podcast. <laughs> whatever happens, you guys will sound great, and at the very least, I'll just cut out me. And we'll just hear you guys, and that makes it like an extra fun layer where it's like, what are they answering that Chelsea said? We don't know. <laughs> it's like guys, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you guys so much. And, yeah, we'll be in touch now, and we'll do this again soon, hopefully. Yeah, Great. Thanks. thanks so much for everything. Yeah, thanks a lot. Enjoy the banana bread. Yes. Oh, we, we, we did. We, we, we did. <laughs> okay, it's long over. That's All right. Pretty. Enjoy the rest of the beer, then. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?